the, the message that I think is really important for my, for my brand or my is, is the authenticity of being who you are. And it will just guide you through everything that you need to go through. And, uh, and it sounds easier than it is. Uh, it really is not that easy, but I would, that's the message I would have for folks. And Welcome to the Social Media Love Podcast, where you will discover how to get more clients on social media with proven social selling strategies. And now, your host, social media marketing coach, influencer, speaker, and founder of Social Media Love, Angelique Benet. Social media, love it or hate it? In a world where the average daily screen time is almost seven hours a day, including social media, how can women entrepreneurs get a piece of this marketplace and finally fall in love with their fear of becoming visible, i.e. sharing their voice, ideas, stories, irresistible lucrative offers, beliefs, leadership and expertise with a community of like-minded individuals in a way that feels good, genuine and healthy. This show is exactly about this via storytelling, interviews and social media marketing tutorials. Every week we add a piece to the puzzle. Welcome to Social Media Love Show and welcome to the conversation. We are landed. Welcome, Françoise. So here we are, um, I call it our living room. The real story behind our business is a show where we meet um, amazing women who are in the middle of, you know, building an empire. <laughs> and what, why we meet is really to hear more about, you know, um, what happened that uh, took you from A to Z and why today you're doing what you're doing. So welcome, Hospos. I'm going to let you introduce yourself. I always ask you to say your name, who you are, and who you serve. So the floor is yours. Well, thank you, Angelique, and it's really my pleasure to be on your show. Um, happy to have this conversation, really meaningful conversations that you have, so I'm glad to be part of that. Um, so my name is uh, Françoise, Françoise Roy, and um, long time, you know, uh, career in the public, in the private, in the not-for-profit sector, and um, I just recently made the jump to entrepreneurship. And um, uh, people I serve, what I, I'm really passionate about is serving uh, rising women leaders, women who are, are, are increasingly having responsibility and moving um, their career, and uh, I really want to support them. So that's who I'm serving. Awesome. So we're going to do a deep dive into that um, mm. in the next few minutes. So. Francois, I always like to start with the beginning. When you were a little girl, like five, seven, even ten years old, mm -hmm. what was uh, the what what was the thing you were playing with, or uh, that could kind of shape who you became now? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I've always been really active physically. I've been involved in sports, and. Um, and really found my way um, in sports. Um, I kind of found my voice, found my my groove, as you, if you will. I was I was really tall, really young. <laughs> I was like towering over other boys when I was 11 years old, and uh, so I started to play basketball, and it gave me a lot of confidence. You know, I was I was really felt awkward. You know how awkward from 11 to 13 is. So, so um, I think sports had a lot to do with um, kind of shaping my my way of finding my voice and my way of, of 
And it also, quite frankly, um, developed my leadership skills. And uh, so was often, you know, captain of the team and, you know, was was always kind of the one who was saying, no, 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 we can do this tournament. No, no, we can do this. So it, it, it actually, I think, is through sports that I, I kind of found my, my, my calling. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Moncton, in Moncton, New Brunswick. Um, so in a, you know, in a, in a Francophone family, so, uh, but in an English neighborhood. So I was, um, you know, flipped from French to English my whole life. I did that basically uh, since I was eight. And um, yeah, so uh, I'm really happy to be a Monctonian, but I, I don't live there anymore. I mean, I live now in Fredericton, but uh, really strong roots and just, just for the record, I was born in Camelton in northern New Brunswick in the Restigouche area, and I love the Restigouche area. So I have strong roots there and uh, love to be on the Restigouche River and be out in that area. Yeah, outdoor, outdoor, outdoor is your second name, middle yes. name. Yes, 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 yes <laughs> very much so. Yes. So, um, Francoise, what I, I love about your story is that, you know, I'm going to be completely transparent. You and I, we met through a completely different world. Mm. You were um, a woman that I was, uh, that was like my hierarchy of things. You were at the top of the organization I was working for. And I would have never guessed that someone like you would um, do what you're doing right now, which is, you know, you said you're, you want to support leadership, um, women in leadership, which is not what I'm, I, I'm excited, um, I'm questioning or anything, but it's just the, what I love about your story is how you want to include outdoors mm -hmm. in this. Mm -hmm. And that's very unique, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you just told us about your childhood, your sports, living in the in the woods and by the river yeah. in Hamilton because if you don't know the eastern part of Canada it's very woody and yeah. very uh very wet <laughs> oh, but <laughs> there's lots of water. yeah but but beautiful pristine outdoor area in the in eastern Canada yeah, yeah. so uh, before I ask you about your business and everything just tell me more about that relationship between mm. you know being such a you know, um, your career as a senior executive in multiple organizations mm -hmm. and this thrive for the outdoor and how you like, this is what I want to do now. I want mm -hmm. to help leaders and make it outdoorsy. Yeah. So um, I think my love for the nature started a little later on in life um, as, as a young adult. And um and it became a very important part of my well-being. So as I was moving, you know, in my career into, you know, more senior positions and, and more, you know, and how do I, how was I dealing with stress? How was I dealing with, you know, being a mother, a working mother, um, you know, involved in the community? Um, I, I, I really do have a fair bit of energy and, 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 but at one point I needed to get grounded and, and I had to find my, you know, my, my center of gravity. And I always came back to going outdoors. And so I'm outdoors every single day, basically, um, even if it's just for a walk. Um, but I, I bike, I ski, I, I hike um, almost, you know, I very, very regularly. And, it, and it's just for me personally, 
was a way to get grounded and find my center of gravity and, and, and sort of collect my thoughts. And it, you know, I probably a lot of people do that. Um, you know, I think, and we saw, we saw it in COVID how, you know, people were really, um, escaping the negative negativity of the pandemic and going outside and people kind of reconnected with the nature and the outdoors. For me, it's always been part of my life. And, and that's kind of when I started thinking about maybe offering um, a, a consultancy uh, around women leadership. I thought, well, I'm just going to offer what I has been a recipe for me, which one of the elements, not all the elements, but one of the elements is connecting with nature, which helped me connect with myself and my core and my values. I love this. Thank you for sharing this. Um, um, so tell me more about, you said something. You said yeah. the word C-O-V-I-D, um, <laughs> which is a turning point for a, a lot of people, right? So right, right. now we're talking about, um, and I want to come back to your recipe, okay? Because yeah. I think it's really important that people understand where yeah. you're coming from and where you're going to. Yeah. Um, so uh, we know that there is a movement right now called the Great Res Resignation. Yes. And um, you're kind of a product of it. Yeah. <laughs> you're not a product, but you know what I mean? I'm, you're I'm such one an of them. amazing illustration of it. Yeah, you're one yeah, of them. Yeah, exactly. So how, how do you... I, how do you identify yourself and your journey with what's going on in mm. the world? Okay, well, I've been thinking, you know, for the last little while that I I wanted to take control of my life a little bit. And certainly, you know, back in early 2021, 2021 in January, February this year, I was really thinking, okay, I I I want to I want to be doing, I want to be in control of my time. I want to be in control of who I'm dealing, who I'm, you know, working with. And, and I think it comes maybe with a certain age, you know, after you've been in the market, you know, in the job market for, uh, you know, for 30 years, basically, um, I kind of, you kind of know what you want to do and you know, what's important and you know what, how you want to feel, you know, because often we do things because we feel obligated because it's expected of us or, but I came to a point in, 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 in this year that I said, no, I want to do something where I'm feeling great. Like I, it really is connecting with my soul <laughs> really. And um, so I didn't know I was part of a broader movement, quite frankly. And, uh, and it's actually, um, you know, it's through a video or, or an, an interview you did, um, uh, Angelique, uh, is, is with Deb Belanger a number you know, of months ago, about that time of year when you mentioned, when you were having an interview with her and she was talking about life after corporate. And it really rang a bell with me because I was in a corporate world and I thought, gosh, there is a life after corporate. And she is a mentor and coach in how to transition from the corporate life to uh, the entrepreneurial life. So, so I got really excited about that and, um, and it got the wheels turning. And uh, so you know, and, and so that was part of the, you know, thinking about, you know, I wanted to, you know, be my own kind of person and, and do my own thing. Um, but it was also a, it really, is a, it was really a lifestyle uh, decision. Um, I just, uh, I guess I'm at an age where I see a lot of people in my age and a lot of my friends who have health challenges and, you know, and it really struck to me. I mean, for the first time in my life, I really said, okay, 
enough of that. I, I think I want to take time to and want to do life projects and I want to do things that are important to me. So I did the I jumped, I dived, uh, I took the big the big uh, the big jump off the cliff and um, and so so what I'm you know concentrating on in developing my business is like I said it's women leadership it's it's a bit of a coaching you know uh, a business quite frankly although it's a crowded space coaching there's a lot of you know uh, a lot of people in that space but I'm going with my gut I'm going with what I feel is been really helpful with me. And part of that recipe, as I was saying, is integrating well-being, physical well-being with your mental well-being. And those are kind of the basic premise you need to be a good leader. Um, so you can be a hard worker, you can be really smart, but if you're not really well connected to your body and to your wellness, um, you know, you're not going to be of service to a whole lot of other people. Ooh, you said so many keywords. You said feeling, lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. enough of this <laughs> yeah and old enough to know what i really want now mm -hmm. okay wow so <laughs> for people who are watching right now and maybe are thinking through those lens mm -hmm. what was the you know the biggest struggle for you to make the leap or take the leap Mm -hmm. Well, first, I should say that it was a long process. Like, I, I, it just didn't happen overnight. I, I was thinking about it. I was, you know, kind of muddling this over. And and then I started writing. You know, I started writing what is important. What do I want my life to look like? It's kind of silly, but I kind of did a life design thing. I said, well, I really, every day, this is what I would love for my, and I didn't think it was possible, quite frankly. I'm writing thinking, well, that's not, you know, I'd love to work in jeans every day. I like to be outdoors being part of my life more and more integral part. And And I thought, well, that's, you know, that's crazy. You know, after being in corporate most of my life, I thought, that's crazy. How am I going to do that? So anyway, so I start. it was a process, right? It's a process. You start thinking about it. You start designing. And so I started designing a bit what my life, I wanted my life to look like. And then, you know, I, I, I kind of, you know, I have mentors and I have coaches that have, you know, I've bounced ideas off and I've really worked hard at thinking about and, you know, designing what I thought would be a good business plan and a good, uh, a good, uh, you know, uh, a good lifestyle. And so, um, yeah, so I, I did the leap. And then uh, your question was, sorry, I probably went off on left field there, but the question I was what? <laughs> I know, like, what was the biggest struggle? What oh, the was biggest the biggest struggle, struggle right. when you, you know? Yeah. Well, the biggest, the biggest struggle was, you know, getting the courage to, to do, to act, you know, getting the courage to actually do it but once it's done man it feels good it feels wonderful to be um you know kind of in control my mistakes my i'm going to reap the benefits and i'm going to you know suffer the struggles of you know failures and but it's on me and that's a great feeling it's a, it's funny to say but it's a really great feeling and um and i have a lot of kind of um I have a lot of faith, you know, that you open the door, you take the first step, you know, things will kind of appear, the next step will appear for you. And, and, and so life is not perfect. But, um, you know, I've started with my first retreat, um, that's planned in, in, in a few weeks, and uh, tremendous interest in it. So I'm just thrilled. Um, I'm thrilled that uh, there's interest and it's, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's really opened up a whole lot of other possibilities. I love what you say here because we don't talk about that enough that women are very intuitive and you yeah. started writing 
you're starting mm. on paper. I'm yeah. going to design my life, even yeah. if it sounds completely crazy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, but it started on paper. It and did. And I just love it because we don't talk about that. That No. Uh, it starts within you, within oh, daring absolutely. to listen. Absolutely. The answers are always in you, right? The answers are always in you. You just need to give space to find, a, to, to, you know, to be able to see the answers. And, and we don't, right? We, 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 every day we go out and we, we go through everything. We go through work, we go through family, we go through all our other ob obligations. And, and typically, and, you know, women are still today, you know, have an unequal burden of responsibilities. Um, and, and so we tend to be, uh, forget ourselves, right? And, uh, and so, and so for me, and, and I didn't mention this earlier, but, you know, Outdoors is important. Yoga was important to me. Yoga is important. Simply for me personally, it was a way of connecting my mind and my body. And so when things aren't going well for me, my body, usually I usually get some sort of signal from my body that something's not in balance or something's not right. So, so um, yeah, so I, I am, I think intuitive. I, I think that I've grown to be more intuitive and, you know, it was funny because I don't know if you saw this when um, the local M MP, um, uh, Jenica Atwin, who recently won the seat in, in Fredericton. Um, and um, in her interview, her post-election interview, she just won her seat and her, uh, re was re-elected. The journalist asked her, you know, um, because she had switched, she was a, a Green Party member and she became a, a Liberal. Uh, she, she, she crossed the floor to the Liberal Party. Anyways, the, the journalist asked her, you know, about, okay, so now you, how do you feel about, and how did you come to that decision of, you know, crossing the floor? And, and she said, well, I, I, she said, I, you know, I, I asked for, for some, some signs. I asked for, you know, some sort of guidance. And, and she said, uh, that night I went to, um, I was outside and I was looking at the sunset it was Per, like red, 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 red sunset. She goes, that was my answer. She goes, I knew I had done the right thing. So it's funny. It's a funny story, but I thought that took a lot of courage for, you know, someone to say that in the mainstream media. Um, I think, I, I think the world of, 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 of a woman who kind of, you know, stakes her claim and says, well, that's okay. You know, that's the way I see the world. And, and, uh, and, uh, I love this because uh, we, yeah, as I said, we don't talk enough about that. That we, a lot of uh, very successful women uh, come to, it always comes to this, you know, the time to reconnect with who they are, you know, mm -hmm. stop listening to all the formulas around you and what yeah. do I want? Yeah. 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 And, and, and it's, it's kind of our internal GPS. Right. And, um, and so, you know, I mean, it's, you make it, you make decisions, hundreds of decisions a day. And, and you, you know, you, you worry about your career, you worry about your family, you worry about all kinds of things. Um, and sometimes we just get lost. I think that's just it. I think you just need to get your GPS going sometimes and, and it'll help you find yeah. it and get your answers. Mm -hmm. When you said, you know, and the day I, you know, you said, you know, the struggle and then when you did it, Oh man, it felt good. You said, <laughs> "Where did it feel in your body? Like, can you remember where were you? Well, where did it hit you?" Well, I, you know, it was 
I wasn't sleeping, you know, I was really like, it was a big decision, you know, to, to, to leave a, you know, which would be, you know, a really, which was a lovely job. I mean, it was, it was a lovely, you know, position and I, any, any person in their right mind would want that position. Um, but it was, so it was a big, big decision, but um, once I made that decision, like, and it took a while, but once I made it, I slept like a baby. It just, my mind was clear. And then I just turned the page and I started working on something else, like on my, my project and it felt great. Wow. I love it. So what was the big payoff for you uh, of all that work and that process? So it doesn't have to be the financial aspect of things. It could be something that happened that you said, oh my God, this is it. Well, um, so I, I started um, promoting uh, this first retreat for women leaders, um, which is, you know, has a mixture of, of outdoor and wellness and leadership um, type of, of workshops. And, um, and I, you know, and I've, I, I think I've heard your other guests say this, cut in, you know, what's your biggest fear is that, you know, no one will buy or no one will be interested in what you're offering, right? So that was a huge fear. Um, but the biggest grad gratification or the biggest benefit for me was the interest that, um, that it created. And I had, you know, doctors and entrepreneurs and all kinds of people saying, wow, I, I really love the concept. And have you thought of doing it just for this type of group or, you know, you know, just for entrepreneurs, because it's lonely at the top as entrepreneurs. And we'd love to have this kind of network where we can, um, we can connect. And, and really, you know, I think in all fairness, uh, you know, because of COVID, uh, I think there's a, a big craving for people to reconnect. And so, and so this particular formula that I'm offering um, is a very small, you know, very exclusive small group. Um, it, it, it really, I think, is ringing a bell with a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. And I have to say, because I'm very transparent, I'm going to be part of the retreat. And I'm <laughs> yeah. so excited. <laughs> I'm thrilled to have you. I'm thrilled. <laughs> so check our stories, because we're probably going to be taking some photos and stuff and, yeah. uh, in the woods, because I don't know exactly what we're going to be doing, but I know some of it's going to be Yeah. So yeah. I'm so excited about this. Um, uh, so you've been using social media, Francoise, and we talked about it. So how is your feel right now? You know, it's one thing to talk about social media for an organization, mm. but when it's you and your nose and your mouth and your eyes and your heart and your brain, how does that feel? What is your uh, relationship so far with I social had, media? Oh, well, I'm scared to death, quite frankly. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be perfectly, perfectly honest. And, and I know, I mean, I've been a, you know, involved in communications and in marketing and, and it's it's a completely different story when you're the brand and you're the person. Um, and uh, so I, I've been very I'll be perfectly honest. I've been very intimidated by it, and uh, and which is why I reached out to you um, because that's your obviously your specialty to help female uh, entrepreneurs and leaders to kind of get over that fear. And I loved the way that Corinne Boudreau said it in your last interview or one of your recent interviews when she said you almost feel like it's you know, you're full of yourself or it's too much, you know, I feel like, so, so I need to get over that. I know. Um, and, uh, cause I do, you know, honestly think that 
you know, have something interesting to offer. And I think there's people interested in, in, in having these conversations and having these kinds of services or, or experiences. And so, um, but yeah, I have a little you're bit, I have a little bit live right now and you're yeah. alive. Everything is okay. Yeah. yeah. No one's died in the last 10 minutes. Eh? That's good. <laughs> so, uh, is there anything I should have asked you that you want to share with us? Hmm. No, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I would just say that um, um, the, the message that I think is really important for my, for my brand or my is, is the authenticity of being who you are. And it will just guide you through everything that you need to go through. And, uh, and it sounds easier than it is. Uh, it really is not that easy, but I would, that's the message I would have for folks and uh, for women who are maybe feeling a little bit lost sometimes and making a, having a hard time making some difficult decisions. And yeah, that's a great way. Let's let's conclude with this. You know, you, I know you have a recipe. I'm not asking you to give your full recipe, but what would be three you know advice for someone who is looking for clarity right now, whether they're VPs or presidents, CEOs of an organization. And then they want to, you know, I remember the time, the first time we met, you said, you know, enough of working 80 hours for someone else's dream. I want to build my dream, right? Yeah, exactly. So what is the three things I could do tomorrow to help me get to clarify exactly how you feel about all of this? Well, first, you, have to, you need to create space. You need to create space in your head um, to allow to have this reflection because that's exactly what we don't allow ourselves often to do. And creating space is different for everybody, um, but certainly getting away from distractions and, 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 and carving out time for some, some, you know, some reflection is certainly one of the first things I'd say. Um, I would also say the importance of mentors, um, really, really important. It, and it might not be a mentor or, or, or a trusted group of advisors, and it might be your peer or it might be, you know, another environment, but there's a lot of, a lot of um, shared living or no, shared, not shared living. No, that's not what I mean, but there's a lot of um, experience out there. Um, and it's so helpful when you're kind of trying to find your way to get someone else's perspective and, and share their experiences. So, so that trusted network, I think would be uh, another piece of advice I would give. And, the third thing I would say is to follow your guts. I mean, I know it's easy to say. <laughs> it, it's not that easy to do, but um, make do what makes you feel happy, not makes you what you're feeling obligated to do. Thank you so much. Because this is really something, you know, uh, when you talk to women uh, leaders like yourself or um, even some of my students or even part of mastermind that I belong to, yeah, it always end up to yeah follow your intuition at the end of the day. So, yeah. and using the three points you said, you know, mix time and space, you know, get a good round, circle of people around yourself, yeah. and then feel supported, right? And then, and at the end, you're the one making the decision. yeah 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 right. So so exciting. And um, so if you want to learn more about Francois' projects, mission, retreats, www.solva.ca. 
and you'll have more information there. Or even if you want to contact Francoise, it's everything is on the website. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, thank you so much, Francoise, and uh, best of luck. And I can't wait for the retreat. No, oh, um, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm already a groupie, as you can see. <laughs> Thank you, Angelique. I really enjoyed the conversation and I look I look forward to our time together in a few weeks. Okay. So right. see you soon. Thank you, everybody. Okay. If you're watching the replay, you have to tell us in the comments what resonated with you. And if it's if you feel embarrassed, just send me a private message or send a message to Francoise because I'd this is because of you watching and listening on the podcast or any of the social media platforms. If we hear from you, you know, um, we all get stronger. It's not just about growing each other's business. It's also building that link, that feminine link that we mm. have that makes us grow, right? Grow confidence, grow relationship networks, everything. So don't forget to let us know in the comments or by private messages what you felt during this interview because Francois, you went deep and I appreciate that. You, I love it. Thank you so much, so much, so much. It was my pleasure. Thanks. Okay. Take okay. care. Hello, Joe Galant. Hello, hello. Okay, I'm just going to say goodbye to Instagram. And if you want, if you're just joining now, the podcast is going to be available in a few days if you're more an audio person. But um, in, in the, until then, I'm going to put that on IGTV here. And then bye-bye, Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn. You've been listening to the Social Media Love Podcast from Angelique Benet. If you want to grow your product or service business with social media, visit socialmedialoveab.com.